We're promoting the Voyage of the Vikings with Holland America Line. What does this amazing excursion include? How to prepare for such a voyage? And we have some travel hints and tips along the way, too, with travel specialist Kelly Balderston from Robert Q. Travel. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. This actually will be a journey that you're hosting. It is. I uh, have the privilege of hosting a yearly cruise group. Uh, Generally, I do it in March, February, and we go south to get the sun But this year, because I have a lot of returning guests, we decided to do something completely different. And we're going uh, on July 31st, and we are taking Voyage of the Vikings from Boston to Rotterdam. Aboard the... Zyderdam. She's a lovely ship. Uh, She's one of the pinnacle class... uh, Sorry, the Vista class ships with Holland America. Um, Yeah, the Zyderdam is lovely. She's about 1,900, 1,950 Nice, intimate size, but still big enough that it has lots of options for for people to enjoy. Great casino, entertainment, great food. Not that the larger ships aren't popular, but you've often touched on the fact that the smaller ships tend to be more appealing at the end of the day. They are definitely for me, and I guess it's a personal choice. Some people love the big, big ships. Um, You know, Royal Caribbean have some that, you know... Based on double occupancy, 5,200 guests plus staff. It's a floating city. Mm -hmm. Um, Holland America has is is close to my heart. It's my favorite cruise line, and they have great itineraries. They're very special. They have really nice ports that they have the opportunity to visit because their ships are a little bit smaller. They're able to get into the smaller ports, and you're able to have a really unique experience. You mentioned a city on the ocean. I mean, the Zyderman also has many, many. Uh, amenities, and we'll talk about that as we go through the show today. But it all begins in Boston Hab. Absolutely. So what happens is on this voyage of the Vikings is that Robert Q will pick you up from home as long as it's a London location. Um, and, you know, so if you're in Dorchester, you just have to meet us. And then we all go to the Pearson International Airport and we head to Boston. And that's where we board the Zyderdam. And from there, we enjoy a 17-day journey across and visiting some incredible places. Um, the first port is Bar Harbor, and if anybody's ever been there, it's a lovely little little town, um, very picturesque. You can go whale watching. There's lots of things to do. You can visit the National Park. It's fantastic. And then this cruise is really appealing because it actually hits on some of parts of Canada that many of us have never visited. It goes to Sydney, Nova Scotia. It visits um, Cornerbrook, Newfoundland, and then goes up to Labrador. So some great ex- time, great ex- ex- chance to see part of Canada that you would never get to see. It's interesting that this uh, 17-day voyage really includes what has become very trendy, uh, is increasingly popular in terms of destination for Canada. That is Newfoundland and Labrador. Absolutely. It's that last untouched. It's what, uh, I guess, not Canada, but Alaska used to be. You know, it was that last frontier. Now it's Newfoundland and definitely Labrador. And the interest um, is overwhelming for Newfoundland for us. Uh, People come in. It's the type of vacation that if you do want to go, you got to book quick because it sells out. I think it's the people too that are also very attractive. Absolutely. (laughs) The people and the culture, it's very unique and it's very... um, it welcoming and and homey and it's something that's special for us. How long is the stay at the port at Newfoundland Labrador? Well, in Cornerbrook, you're there from eight a.m. to five p.m. So you good chance to go into town, or you know, there's lots of other things you can see. You can go to Grossmore National Park. There's hiking. This cruise also is very um, appealing to the nature lover. A lot of it is untouched and spectacular. So if you love nature, whales, icebergs, um, fjords, birds, 
it's perfect. And that can be said for Greenland and Iceland that we'll eventually get to. I mean, we feel like Leif Erikson and the Vikings. Uh, yeah, really. Not a lot of people can say they've gone to Greenland, and we're lucky enough to hit two ports. Um, and these ports, and much of Greenland, is not even accessible by road, so you either go in by ship or not at all. Uh, they're very small communities where when the cruise ships come in, of course, the cruise passengers outnumber the citizens of the <laughs> town. But you get a chance to see a very special you know, life that these people lead in, these, in a very remote area. Greenland is Danish. It is. It's a Danish island. I actually had to figure out how to pronounce the names of the cities, so I will apologize to anyone <laughs> out there uh, that might I might be saying it wrong, but it is. And um, Palmiat uh, is the first port in Greenland. You're there from 9 a.m. till 8 p.m., so a great chance to go in and wander, but there'll also be excursions that can be offered. You know, there's lots of whales there. There's eagles. Like I said, it is a nature lover's paradise. Mm -hmm. And as you said, 60,000 is the population of uh, Greenland, so... Exactly. So these little towns are quite small. Uh, And so when, you know, but they are ready, uh, some of these ships, especially Newfoundland has been seeing and greeting cruise ships for, for 30 years. So it... They're well equipped to handle it, and it's it's great for their economy, and it's great for uh, our my guests to be able to experience. Do a little picture painting for me in terms of the fjords. We'll be talking about it for Greenland and for Iceland. The fjords are going to be absolutely amazing, and that's a nice uh, perk of this trip is that while it's a transatlantic, it's just not open sea, and it doesn't have a lot of sea days. Um, most of the sea days are maybe you might have a couple back-to-back, mm-hmm. but you're not having five, six. You're sailing through the fjords and and you're going to see glaciers and icebergs and it's going to be just absolutely fantastic. Now July August how will that work out with the midnight sun? There's not a huge chance to see it right. but there might might be it you never know depends on how clear um it it's not going to be a real warm tour either but just it's going to be comfortable and when you're on the ship um the nice thing Holland America when we go through fjords they'll open their deck They'll serve you hot chocolate mm. and traditional Dutch pea soup while you're doing incredible viewing of those areas. While there, hot springs are also very popular. Absolutely. Hot springs and hot springs in Reykjavik. Uh, the nice, this itinerary is also really fantastic because it actually gives you an overnight in Reykjavik, Iceland. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned it on a shows a couple of weeks back that Iceland is the hottest ticket out there in the travel market. It I remember you mentioning it, that you had Iceland up there, Ireland up there. Those were the... The the three eyes and and Italy. And Iceland has only really become a popular tourist destination in probably about the last 10 years. And it has a great appeal to people because it is so natural, so untouched. Mm -hmm. And you get an overnight. So you get to tour all day, but you get to go back to the incredible five-star comfort of the Zyder Dam with incredible food and service. So it's the best of both worlds. So you often hear then from people who come into Robert Q Travel, I'm looking for something a little more natural, not necessarily tranquil, but untouched. And that seems to be leading us to want to go to Greenland and Iceland and the like. Absolutely. And uh, there, people are looking now for something different. And also they're looking for that Instagram perfect picture as well. And, you know, people have been to Rome. They've been to Paris. It's not as, not that it's not special because anywhere you go is a special experience, but it's kind of a badge. You have been to somewhere where most people have never, ever had the ability to go to. And I think many have kind of moved away from going to that resort, maybe down in the Caribbean, for example, where the hotels seem to be far separated and now they're kind of on top of each other in many cases. 
Exactly. People are looking for a unique and different experience. And that's why this cruise is fantastic because, you know, it does touch Newfoundland, Labrador, Greenland, Iceland, Norway. So areas that people have never been to, and it's a conversation piece. When it comes to Greenland and Iceland as part of this 17-day journey with Holland America, we can never promise whales, but there's certainly opportunity. There's definitely opportunity and tons of it. So if you don't see them and you can start your whale watching experience in Bar Harbor and see the uh, the minkies and the humpbacks, but as you go up, you get more and more chance because it is very isolated. In doing a little bit of my research, I noticed that there are helicopter tours, and that's often the case. But with Iceland and Greenland, when you can't see so much of it, wouldn't that be an option for us? Absolutely. Holland America has a great team that um, their EXC experiences in their excursions, they are tailored for their clientele to give them so many different experiences. So whether it's nature or active or cultural, they have a team that in every port they have put something together to for everyone. A little bit later on, we'll talk about what's on board the uh, beautiful ship that you'll be on board with, uh, with Kelly hosting this with Robert Q. Travel. Back to the beauty and the natural pieces of art called glaciers. You will see them. You'll see glaciers and icebergs, mm-hmm. and that's a once in a lifetime uh, to have that experience. And, you know, definitely it's for people that want to see that nature. You know, that's some of the pictures in Newfoundland the last couple of years with the with the iceberg, it's just, it's it's mind-boggling and it's an amazing experience. Let's talk about the ship uh, coming up next. And also, when you're going on a cruise, what would be uh, the things to consider when you're choosing your cabin with Robert Q. Travel? That's all coming up with Kelly Balderson, our travel specialist. She works out of the 1920 Dundas Street East location. Be sure and hit them online at robertq.com for... Uh, hints and uh, also wonderful information before you make your your next uh, adventure a reality. You'll see many more vacation ideas too online at robertq.com. With Brian Nuttall, welcome to our expert show presented by Robert Q Travel. Kelly Balderston is uh, here and you're hosting on board the... Zyderdam. Leaving... Leaving on July 31st, and it's a Boston to Rotterdam sailing 17 days. It's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Would you recommend those who uh, might be considering this having had a cruise before? Not necessary. Uh, The nice thing about um, this type of cruise is this is my seventh year that I've been hosting it, is nothing's better than going with a group. So I'm there to take care of all the little things to uh, maneuver you, help maneuver the airport, customs, um, onboard. I'm always there. If, if I'm needed by anyone. So it's a great time if somebody hasn't taken a cruise to go to kind of come out. And we have a great group. Um, usually I, I like to limit it to about 25 so that we all get to know each other. And nothing is better than traveling with a group, whether you're on your own or with your significant other or a friend. When you have a group, it gives you the freedom to be with lots of people and kind of do your own thing. It's just an incredible experience. You're also there for them long before they board the ship. It's a conversation with you and your team. Absolutely. And we take care of everything. So when you come on, if you decide to come on my escorted tour, we take care of everything. We sit down, we meet, we try to pick that perfect cabin for you. 
And we just go from there. I help you pick your excursions in port as it gets closer. And yeah, everything's taken care of. A little bit behind the scenes, not necessarily the ones you're hosting, but when you've set people off on a vacation, no matter whether it's land or sea, you're kind of with them all the way through to the duration of their vacation. That's part of your job. That is absolutely our job. Um, By booking with with an agent at Robert Q, we are your lifeline. We are your, uh, your, we do everything. So we help plan that perfect vacation. We help you while you're in destination if there's any issues, but we also help you post if there's anything that you need. Mm-hmm. And if problems arise, you're Ab- there for We them. are a phone call Support away. team is there. Absolutely. We are a phone call away and we will help you in any way we can. And, you know, we've had lots of uh, instances because you never know what can happen, whether it's airport strikes or fires or just issues. We are there to help you through. The it can happens. It can happen. And, you know, we see lots of things and um, it's good to have a contact. Um, and, you know, we, we help try to get things done and, and rectified, you know, but really we also have great partners like Holland America that are so good at what they do. They present an incredible um, uh, product mm-hmm. and really they're, they're, they're fantastic. They're easy to deal with. And they really, once you've left my hands and you aboard the ship with them, they take incredibly good care of my clients, so I never have a worry. On the Holland America Zyderdam and many of their other ships, you, you're, the conversation that you have in London long before you get on the, the plane or barbecue Airbus is <clears throat> the choice of the cabin. So how do you prioritize the importance of that with your client? Well, there's lots of things to consider in picking a cabin. Um, it's the, the cruise itself can be an indicator. Um, definitely if you're in the Caribbean, most people want that balcony, uh, that veranda so that they can sit out in the morning and have their room service breakfast while looking out at the ocean. And that's a plus. Um, some other areas, um, an ocean view is nice. Some people have a, have an issue with claustrophobia and they really want that window to be able to look outside. Um, I've done inside cabins myself and I'll tell you, you get the best sleep of your life because you have no idea what time of day it is. Um, and really it depends on how much time you spend in your cabin. We also take into consideration people that might be worried about motion sickness, um, to try to get you a more midship, mid height cabin to kind of stabilize. But the new ships are amazing. The stabilizers are huge and they've changed cruising. Absolutely. I went on a very small ship, um, the Zandam, through South America around Cape Horn, 1,400 people, and some of the roughest waters in the world did not feel a thing. They are amazingly well-equipped, these stabilizers. But that is an issue for some people, um, making sure you're not too close to the elevator to hear things. There's lots of Things, things you can't get online. You because, can- because online, I wouldn't necessarily get information about that. Exactly. Or that deck that's right below the buffet, but outside pool area, sometimes you can hear chairs moving. And there are some aspects to sound. So wanting to have guest cabins above and below and finding that that really good cabin. And also verandas, realizing that some of your verandas that are at a lower cost might have an obstructed Mm -hmm. um, balcony wall. So instead of being glass that you can see out, it might be steel. So, but they you, have to advertise that, don't they? They do. They do advertise it. It, but sometimes it's in a spot where you might miss it. Mm. So, insides are are popular in in uh, terms of this particular ship, up to about two hundred and thirty three square feet, ocean view, and veranda, maybe especially for a first time. 
Absolutely. It's there the the cabins, you know, an ocean view is fantastic. The nice thing about most of the, the cabins, they aren't portholes. They're big picture windows. So, you know, most mm. people think porthole, little round yeah. window. These are big picture windows. So they let a lot of light in. You get to see out at the ocean. It's it's amazing. And of course the balconies are big enough that you have two chairs and a table and you can get out there, weather permitting and really experience so beyond our quarters, let's talk about it for a moment here. Holland America's slogan is savor the journey. What's to savor? Savor the journey is they really emphasize um, customer service. Uh, their staff cannot be beat. They also savor the journey, goes back to their excursions being enriching. They have talks on board that will do port talks before you get there that will enrich your experience and just really having, you know, taking a breath and appreciating everything that you're experiencing. Award-winning fine dining. Absolutely. Um, when I we host, we all eat together on my group, generally in early dining, which is awesome because you get the same waiter every day, the same table. They really get to know you and take care of you. Um, their dining room is fantastic. They have a culinary panel that um, have designed their menus and they're fantastic. And those guest chefs have their own nights. Mm -hmm. So they have really special uh, menus also tailored to the journey mm -hmm. and the area you're going to. But then they also have um, a specialty restaurant that is award-winning, winning the Pinnacle Grill, which is their steakhouse. It looked great. I saw it online. It's, it's amazing. I was lucky enough to spend my last birthday in the mm -hmm. Pinnacle Grill with my group as we were doing Panama. It is absolutely fantastic. The service is amazing. The food, I, I can't say enough. It's one of the best steakhouses I've ever been in, land or sea. It is fabulous. Music is first rate, too. That includes B.B. King's Blues Club, for example. They have a lot to offer for many tastes. Um, they have B.B. King's every night, which is a great place with dancing, and it's it's upbeat and fun. They also have the Lincoln Center for Performing Arts, where they'll have a chamber uh, group playing um, different, not just classical, but doing popular music. Um, I saw them last time I was aboard on, um, they were, they were fantastic. And it was standing room only. They were so good. People were there every, every night. Then they also have their main showroom where they will have either singing and dancing shows. They'll have comedians, um, magicians, but they also have an incredible night where they take the Lincoln Center for Performing Arts group and they bring them into the main stage and they've partnered with BBC and they show films of nature that they have paired with music. And it is incredible. <laughs> Sound-wise and visually. And visually, it is such an experience. And their their showroom is lovely, but it is at, everyone that goes to see it cannot say enough about that that program. And you'll feel like you're at the Festival Theatre in Stratford because the main stage theatre spans three forward decks. Exactly. It is. It's an, an incredible space and every single seat is a great view. So there's not, not a bad seat in the house and it's comfortable and uh, it's fantastic. And they always have two showings. Um, if you have an early dinner, there's an eight o'clock showing. If you have a late dinner, there's a 10 o'clock showing. So it's perfect. I think I'd be the one to eat a little bit earlier and then enjoy the sunset. Actually, we, we, we generally, <laughs> that's what we do. We like to have an early dinner and then go out and enjoy the ship because also there's in Billboard Onboard, there's another music venue where they have um, now dueling pianos 
and it's it's a lot of fun. It's two pianos. They do contemporary musics. They have different theme nights, you know, and while you're on board, too, you have a chance. They have trivia every night, which is one of my favorite things to do. And, uh, you know, so an early dinner gives you a, a great chance to enjoy the ship for night. For those just joining us, we're talking about a trip that uh, embarks on the 31st of July, 2019, and Kelly and Robert Q. Travel are hosting this. It's Boston to Amsterdam, itinerary including Newfoundland, Labrador, Canada, and Greenland and Iceland, and ending up in Holland at Amsterdam. And I've also heard from the reviews that Holland America Line, they've been doing a lot of upgrading, like it's sort of an ongoing uh, renovation plan for them. The ships are pristine. They absolutely, most of them have uh, experienced, experienced dry docks recently to kind of give them an updated look, a little bit more current. Um, but that's one thing the cruise industry does. They they are always tweaking those ships and making sure that they're perfect. Uh, the nice thing too about Holland America that's kind of near and dear to my heart is she looks like a ship. Uh, lots of brass, um, lots of... Uh, Artwork. Uh, most of the Holland America ships have millions of dollars worth of artwork on board, which is amazing. And also fresh flowers. They have a whole team that makes sure there's fresh, fresh flowers on in every venue. But uh, their ships are lovely. It's also a very different clientele, and Holland America knows that. They're looking to improve digital skills, for example. They have Microsoft Digital Workshops powered by Windows. Like it's, it's, I mean, people are taking the technology with them to capture their vacation, but they're also learning how to use it. Exactly. And they really, people always will come in and say, well, I'm a little bit worried about those days. See, what will I do? Well, they are my favorite because there is so much to do, whether it's dancing lessons or learning how to do, how to edit your photos that you've just taken in that incredible spot and how to share them. Um, They have card work. You can go play bridge if that's your thing. There is limitless amount of activities and, and there's not a, there's not enough time in a day to get them all done. For those listening to the show and they're wowed and they want to meet you next week or those capturing the podcast a little bit later on, we're on the 1st of September and July 31st will come around pretty quickly. And really now is the time to get that important conversation going with you. Absolutely. Especially with cruising. It is unlike, um, it's a, a unique industry, whether it's river cruising or ocean cruising. Most people book a year out. At least, you know, or, you know, a year, eight months to get the best cabin. You can book closer to date, but you're going to get what's left over. It really is important to get in there and lock it down. And it's nice because you can put a deposit down and just wait. And, and you know what? I always say to everyone, planning and anticipating the trip is almost as much, as fun, much fun as the trip itself. Yeah. It is. a It's great. I'm always the happiest when I know I have something coming up. And Greenland and Iceland and the fjords and the glaciers await. Absolutely. It's going to be a fantastic trip. It will be leaving July 31st. Give them a call at Robert Q. Travel, toll free at one 221 6001 Or you can visit them online at robertq.com. Better yet, drop in and visit with Kelly and talk about this wonderful vacation, Boston to Amsterdam, with stops in Newfoundland, Labrador, Greenland and Iceland with Holland America. We'll talk to you next time. Excellent. Thanks, Brian. And have a great weekend.